Welcome to Round Hill Radio. Through our conversations, we discover the holy and the ordinary, find moments of grace and peace, and redefine what we're talking about. We talk about faith. Hi, Shannon. Hello, Leslie. Welcome back. Thank you. It's great to be here. I'm so glad to see you. You too. And I am excited for what we are talking about today. Yes, which is preparing the way of the Lord or getting ready for Christmas. Getting ready for Christmas, preparing, preparation. What does that I've mean? I've been pondering this for a couple of days since we decided to talk about it and since you shared some thoughts about it on Sunday morning. And I'm just, I'm, I'm ready. I'm so ready for this conversation. Yeah. It's exciting. So you had brought a quote by Jan Richardson up yes. that just, it was so beautifully simple. Yes. That it stuck with me. Can you share it with And not only you, but other people as well. Oh, so nice. here's, here's what she says. Mm-hmm. And she's an author and artist mm-hmm. that we use frequently here. She says, chances are, if we don't enjoy the process of getting ready, we won't enjoy the event we're getting ready for. If we become so consumed by getting Christmas right, the right present, the right cards mailed to the right people at the right time, the right dishes for Christmas dinner with the right people present, we miss risking the surprising ways that God prepares us for this season. Mm. So a bigger idea of preparation. Bigger idea about the externals and the internals. Yeah. Right? Because you hear about people getting so crazed at this time. Right. I'm hearing, I'm, I'm saying on Instagram, all the moms that are obsessing about Elf on Elf the Shelf. On the shelf. <laughs> oh, gosh. And my daughter works in child care oh, and no. in a daycare center, and she's doing Elf on the Shelf, and she's like, what am I going to do today? Oh, I'm good like, for her. Let's not worry about that. No. Thank goodness for Pinterest, but seriously. <laughs> but wow. Yeah, it's a lot. That's a lot. So when you're talking about spiritual things, yeah, it's like, okay, so how do you prepare your inside so that you can be present for the outside stuff. Right. What do you have any ideas about what works for you? Well, I have to zoom out a little bit. All right. Because the first thing I thought of when you brought this up was in college, my roommates and I would put on usually like Madonna. <laughs> Should we ask which songs? I mean, uh, the whole oh, library, okay. really. Not, what's not to love about Madonna? What's not to love about? And we would... And not, we're not talking about the Madonna associated with Jesus. We're talking about no, yeah. Madonna. <laughs> <laughs> you have to say that. I like that. Yes, I will. Pr- yeah, we were verified. No. That's hilarious. Um, that's so funny. <laughs> I just laugh about that for days. So we would put on Madonna, the singing artist. Yes. Uh, and just and we would like have a mini party getting ready to go to whatever we were going to go to yeah but sometimes the preparation part was as much if not more fun than whatever event we were going to okay and so I have just this precious memory in my mind of just like three 20 year old girls just having a blast dancing around just having so Pre-gaming. much fun yeah. I didn't say it <laughs> It was just—it was such like a precious memory of just like bonding and getting ready, and it was—it was the anticipation of the thing we were going to. It was the just enjoying being together and all those things. Um, but I think the preparation idea is really interesting because, you know, I think about all these people who have big successes, and I think it 
it always seems to come back to the preparation. Hmm. So I've been thinking about that sort of, you know, sometimes there's the really fun preparation. If, if you're planning a party or you're planning an event or you're planning for Christmas, I personally enjoy those things. Um, but sometimes the preparation is not as glamorous or not as exciting, right? Like in music school, the hours and hours and hours and hours and hours of practice, um, which is preparation for a recital or for whatever. Which lasts for it's a minuscule so amount of time. So yes, compares, but, comparatively. Exactly, exactly. Um, but all those hours build up into something. So I was thinking kind of about that that idea of like, of what preparation, the, the sort of volume of preparation related to the whatever outcome you have. I've been thinking about that for the past couple of days. Of like, you know, you think about watching a lot of football at our house. So like Super Bowl winners, you think about all the hours of yep. preparation and hard work that right. went into, you know, winning a Super Bowl, for example. Right. And, and, and this season, you think about the decorations that go into things at the house, the buying of presents, the thinking about what will I get for those people, maybe the stressing out about that. Sure. And then what is the what are the emotions that go along with that, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. How do you make space? Because Advent is really about making space and mm -hmm. waiting. Mm -hmm. And people in this day and age, I don't know about you, I don't like to wait. No, we're not great at patience these days, are we? Right. And I think there's something, That's. I think that's probably the toughest part. Right. But I wonder if the act of, when there's an active preparation, I find that helps me wait. So what I'm does doing. that look like? Well, for Christmas, you know, doing all the things we have to do. But I've been thinking about this idea of, you know, the preparation for Christmas is almost, I hesitate to use the word distraction, but it's, it's, it's sort of like this active thing where we keep so busy and then Christmas is here. And I feel like sometimes I haven't fully prepared myself, my heart to receive it. And then it's like the middle of January. I'm like, okay, now, now I'm ready. Right. Well, and those <laughs> of us who work in congregational life. Right. Right. It's like, there's so many, there's so many to do things. Right. And it's very easy to kind of get lost in the busyness of it versus kind of focusing. Right. Which is what we encourage other people to do. Right. So today I went with some of our congregants to St. Anne's Episcopal Church in, uh, on the Upper East Side. Uh-huh. Uh, well, I, no, that's not, it wasn't the Upper East Side. It was the Upper Bronx. Okay. No, East Side of the Bronx, 141st Street. Okay. And um, there were, it was an after-school program. This little Episcopal church really focuses on like 100 kids. The, today there were only 50 because a lot of kids were sick. Oh. So we came in and Roland, our yeah. colleague, um, had put together the, the frames for gingerbread houses. And to see these kids come in, go in and have a snack first, go up and do their homework, and then come down for gobs of sugar. <laughs> I just thought, you know what? Maybe for preparation time, because it was so joyous. Mm -hmm. What if, and I had to stop this morning as I was kind of putting together some things for Instagram and pastoral prayer for this week and all these things. What if I just focused on one thing that's extremely joyful in the day. Love that. And then 
look forward to the joyful thing for tomorrow mm -hmm. and just kind of build on that. This is the week, this Sunday, this coming Sunday, we think about joy. Yeah. It's the the Magnificat. We're having the Christmas pageant here. Yeah. So what if we invited more joy just for a moment in our day, just mm -hmm. to kind of step back from all of the I've got to do mm -hmm. and just celebrate. It's kind of like what Jan Richardson was saying. If we don't enjoy the preparation, right. we're not going to enjoy the event. Right. And so I today it was about enjoying those, having joy with those little kids. So fun. Whose parents are going to hate us for all the sugar <laughs> they had. Because <laughs> they're like, can I have... Can I have more Skittles? Can I have more? And I'm like, yes, you may. <laughs> I am not your parent. Congratulations. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. And I think, so how would you advise people who say, but Shannon, there are so many things I have to do to just, like, get the 150 presents I have to get and do all the 100 million things I have to do. How would you encourage them to make space? Yeah, I've had own. those very thoughts. So <clears throat> perhaps it's asking for in prayer or just kind of asking out maybe to help other people to help a shift in perspective. Mm -hmm. Instead of I have to, I get to. Oh. Right? Mm -hmm. Maybe I get to. I have the resources that I can get presents for people that are going to bring them some joy. Mm -hmm. I get to make someone else's day happy it may be down the road I get to pet my puppy today <laughs> I get to today go down and make some kids really happy because they get sugar <laughs> I mean they were really creative so but fun. to do this kind of it's being done to me versus mm -hmm. I'm an active participant sure right and then I don't know about you but saying no is like a foreign concept in this time of year, too. Yeah. And friendly reminder, no is a complete sentence. <laughs> Just right. Friendly Being reminder. able to say, you know what? Too much to do this week. I need to step back from a couple of things. Yeah. Because we don't have to go to every single party, even though you no, may want to. But right. You may need a break. Yeah. So the, you know, the Advent themes of hope, peace, mm -hmm. which is what last Sunday's sermon was. Mm -hmm. How do you make peace? By getting rid of some internal things, mm -hmm. maybe shifting a perspective. Mm -hmm. We talked about repentance of turning behavior. So a shifting of the idea of I have to, to I get to. This week is joy. And then, and then love. Mm -hmm. And then light. So, I don't know, you know, I've been really conscious of the fact that there are a lot of people struggling and so this time of year is not a happy time for everybody sure. and those things maybe it's struggling to feel like you have enough to give okay so even in those kinds of situations turning it into a I get to spend time with someone yeah. I mean it doesn't have to be monetary things sure. right get to bring joy I get to give a smile to someone mm -hmm. so I don't know there's a lot of stuff going on in the world so yeah. to be able to not be distracted by the the fun stuff but to yeah. really do it with intentionality mm. I don't know what I do like you think that. no I like that a lot because I feel for me this year it feels like Christmas has come upon us so fast so fast like I how how it feels like it was six months ago the last one I know like my brain can't <laughs> 
can't wrap is around that it. Because, is that because COVID just was so much of a fog for I us? I guess. And, we're I back feel, in, and there's that thanks. idea of like, we're kind of back to normal, but we're not really back to normal. And like right. all the, you know, there were some like tradition things I used to do that I'm not really doing. And it just all feels a little weird. Yeah. It just feels weird. Right. So I'm just trying to ride it, you know? I wonder if next year we'll feel a little more normal and that's just, this is just whatever normal means. Yeah. I mean, what is, maybe we need to discard some stuff. I like that. Right. And just focus on one or two things a day. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Make space for more space. Make space. Space for, for some space. For joy. Right. (laughs) There you go. Make space for peace. I like that. Oh, I need that. I've been really, the past couple years, very into the, like, just purge. I, like, every probably three months go through some thing and just go hardcore. That's amazing considering you just had a baby. Yeah. (laughs) It turns out my, like, nesting is just a heavy purge. Really? Yeah. I didn't So many people would accumulate during that time. I know. And now I'm like, it's just too much stuff. It's, It's too much stuff. There's too much stuff. Okay. I also, she has a, a she has, she has 50 hangers, I think, or 30. Like a, a Which large... means she has 50 things of clothes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that's the thing. Yeah. And you would think, is it 50? I think it might actually be 50. That that number would be hard to achieve. No. 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 And she, she changes sizes every of course three days and so it's like I go from having no clothes at the next thing to somehow having no hangers and I'm determined not to buy more hangers I've been really obnoxious about it (laughs) I went to my husband yesterday with a hanger and I was like look a spare hanger (laughs) so so this is a good question how do you as you approach a season where you'll get more stuff. Yes. How do you? I don't know. Let go. I it's I that's the I'm really struggling Christmas this year with the feeling of I don't want more stuff. Wow, you're young to be saying that. I I'm, know. I'm old, <laughs> and I'm already like I want to get stuff out of the house because we're going to downsize at some point. Sure. But you're you're still in the accumulation phase. You would think. But also, when I was like 26, my parents moved out of my childhood home and came to my house with a U-Haul of quite lovely, but furniture and art and stuff. And I did not appreciate that no was a complete sentence. And I was saying yes for a long time because I had that like college student mentality of like, oh, I'll take a freebie. Right. Right. And it hadn't quite like gotten that out of my system. And I kept saying yes. And somehow I ended up with just... I mean, when I say so much stuff, Shannon, so much stuff. And I learned, finally, only took me 36 years. <laughs> but I learned that if you don't have places to put things, you will be more messy. But if everything has a place, it's like it's miraculous all of a sudden you're tidy. It took me 36 years to figure that out. I got there eventually. But I've gotten to this point of like, I really don't... I. Also, I think Gus and I were talking about this, that we're those people that like, if we want something and it's in our budget, we're, we're just going to buy it for yeah. ourselves. Yeah. Is that bad? And you can, you can do that, and I'm, right? You have, you've, right. you have jobs that can, have, have given you income to be able to do it. And sure. they're, I know that you're generous in giving things away and things like, 
furniture share house, can I just say? It's over at the Westchester County Airport. Yeah. You drop your stuff off and people that need it come and just pick it up. <gasps> it's yeah, and you get a text right up. <gasps> so we've taken stuff over there. And you know, they have a criteria because yeah. people that are taking things in sure. have dignity. Absolutely. But it is so easy. It's over at one of the hangars there. Oh, furniture yes. share house. Hot tip everybody. <laughs> Yes. Our conversation has taken a turn, but I'm really into it. <laughs> well, we're making way. We're making way. We're preparing in the way. Physical ways and spiritual yes. ways. We're clearing out. And yeah. it's no accident that right after that's the new year, right? Right. So I'm already yeah. thinking about what am I preaching on um, January 1? January 1. Yes, we are meeting on January 1st. Yeah. We are actually meeting on, on Christmas, Christmas Day, Day too. <laughs> Although, a bird, I think, are you not, are you off for that one? Yes, I'm off that one, but I'm on for January 1. Uh, so we're talking about what do you need to let go of yeah. for the new year. What, I like it. What do you want to think about in I the like new year? I very much. So you're doing that already as you prepare. I'm preparing <laughs> to let go. <laughs> I get there. The question so is, good. what will you take on? What will I take? I think I've got enough. <laughs> More joy. More joy. Yes. No, I've been, it's been... It's been a whirlwind of a past few months and with a lot of stuff. You have a bundle so. of joy in that little I, girl. She's so great. <laughs> she is fabulous. She is really great. Her her mohawk that used to go straight up has now gone to a 45. <laughs> so it just goes. <laughs> just a quick aside. What yeah. is she going to say about that later on when she's in her teenage? She's going to be like, I was the coolest baby ever. Okay, good. That's the perspective we want to have. Because she's the coolest baby ever. Oh, she is the coolest baby. She's cool. I mean, she's already cooler than me, which <laughs> we're, no one's surprised by, but I'm enjoying it deeply. She has the best expressions. <laughs> Facial expressions. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She lets you know what she's I thinking. It's she's making joy her thing. She is making joy yeah. her thing. Yeah. Yeah. I got went up to get her this morning, and <laughs> she had a hand on the bar <laughs> of the crib, like... Excuse me. And I looked at her and she went, <gasps> I went <gasps> back at her. We just did that for about three oh, minutes. May that continue forever. It's great. <laughs> Gus calls it the dopamine hit. And I'm like, yeah. 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 I have that with a new puppy. <gasps> the puppy, Gidget. Gidget. <laughs> Gid- such a great puppy name. Isn't it? Can you tell the people the story about your dog? I mean, it's, I mean, just. I, who, like what the essence like what breed and oh yeah so bernie's mountain dog and a poodle but she's she was the runt of the litter is that a nice word to say runt she was the smallest of the litter yeah and she'll be only 40 pounds and she that we had a trainer come over to kind of just give us some questions she said this is the calmest most perfect puppy i've ever seen wow <laughs> and she goes Maybe she's sick. And I went, no, we're not, she's not sick. She's just calm. <laughs> nice. And that comes from, it was a breeder that kind of really has searched out the, wow. that we found through another person that right. comes to do meditation here. Yes. <laughs> so I she's adorable, that. adorable, black and white with a little bit of brown. And she loves to cuddle. <laughs> the best dogs do. <laughs> the only problem is when you have a dog that loves to cuddle and then you have a newborn, who also loves to cuddle, and then you're only one person yeah. <laughs> at a time. When do you do work? Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting really good at iPad and iPhone work over here. Really good. Yeah. 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 Doing it on while you're hugging. Oh, yeah. The yeah. whole thing. Yeah. 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 
I <laughs> like have we strayed away? No, we've, we we're, we're still talking about more joy. I think we are talking we're, about we're joy. We're taking make, making space for more joy. I'm taking joy that your version of working on a phone is being on the phone. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm an old lady. I love it. No, <laughs> instead great. of on <laughs> my phone rang today, and I looked at it like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> I'm still. I'm an old lady. What is this? What is this thing doing? <laughs> We're just putting it on speaker and having it down on the phone. Right, yeah. I was laughing when I time. talk on the phone. I don't text. No, and you should. I am somehow allergic to it. <laughs> is Pey- does Peyton have this issue? Is she allergic to be- talking on the phone? She talks some, but she's text it's and she's text, yeah. Instagram and Snapchat and you know, the whole, all that stuff. Is Snapchat still a thing? Oh, yeah. Seriously? Yeah, yeah. She's She hasn't really gotten into TikTok, doing her own TikToks, but. Oh, sure, yeah. It's going to be an interesting shift. She's going to the Peace Corps in February. Talk about preparation. Oh, preparation. Wow. Talk about making space for whatever. She's yeah. going to Eswatini, which is the former Swaziland. Okay. She is going to be there for two years, mm-hmm. and there will be intermittent electricity. And this is a girl who's on the phone constantly. So. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. That'll be another podcast. That's an adventure. Yes. <laughs> kind of a whole adventure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's but, amazing. Yeah. Keep her in your prayers. <laughs> she leaves February 22nd. Yeah. So That's I'm thrilled exciting. for her. Thrilled, thrilled, thrilled. Yeah. Reset for her. Yeah. And what an adventure. What an adventure. I love her that. life will change and it'll be fabulous. Yeah. And she's excited about going. So. So what, do you have to do a lot of things to prepare for that? Or she sort she of... got a list yeah. of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how the, she would fit all of that stuff in the thing. But, I mean, <laughs> it's everything from a tent to a sleeping bag to, wow. you know, three months of whatever, supplies and that kind of thing to, you know, water, but, um, you know, so all the different things. Yeah. But um, Does she stay? She's going to stay over there for two she's years? She's living in a hut yeah, next to a family, and she will go in and... and Provide life skills for seven to twenty-four year olds. Wow. T- do HIV education. Um, live the standard of living with the family that she's right next to, and she's thrilled. Wow! Yeah, here's a girl who's you know growing up with privilege, who's yeah preparing the way. Amazing, <laughs> amazing for a different life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did she always know she wanted to do this? No. You know, it was interesting. She It was after we went on a church uh, mission trip to Nicaragua. Yeah. Rural Nicaragua. That she came back and she said, mm, I want to do something. So she went in, unbeknownst to me, and decided to major in African studies in international relations in college. Wow. And I said, it sounds like you need to go to Africa. Mm. And so she started looking at that. They were closed during the pandemic. And right. they've just opened up. So she made her application. Um, She said to them, because I listened around the corner. (laughs) I was so proud of her. They said, why do you want to do this? And she said, I was adopted from Russia. She was at age one. She said, my mother raised me to be a citizen of the world. I've grown up in privilege. It's time for me to give back. Oh, Ah. and your heart exploded. Exploded. Exploded with pride. Exactly. Well-deserved pride. (laughs) It's all her though. It's not me. So she's a credit to you, mm. and the and the generosity of spirit you have encouraged in her. Well, she's she's you know she didn't have to take that stuff in. You know she she could have just said not for me. Sure, but um, yeah, no. 
So I'm very pleased. Very pleased. Very beautiful. That's <laughs> wonderful. That's so beautiful. So lots of different perspectives. We've gone all over the place, all over the world. We're recording this pretty late in the day. (laughs) Yeah, and I've been around a lot of sugar today. A lot of sugar, and I'm like this. As frequent listeners of our podcast know, I'm like this all the time. But Ed usually brings me back, and so today was let loose. Let loose. It's fine. It's all good. We have some great, exciting things coming up on the podcast over the next few months, so stay tuned for that. A little teaser that January is going to be art month. Wow. Get excited. Yes. It's going to be pretty special. So thank you all for listening. Round Hill Radio is brought to you by the friends and members of Round Hill Community Church. For more information, please visit roundhillradio.org. 